0: Welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of Polished Gems. Here we talk about how to develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's spirit. Guys, I am your host, Jacinta Martin, and I am the creator of the podcast, Polished Gems and the blog, Fruitful Gems. I'm also an author and a real estate agent in the state of Georgia and a mom of two children. So guys, tonight our topic is on patience. And the that's our blog of focus or fruit of focus, I should say, actually. And the blog that we're actually focusing on tonight is called Losing Patience, a three-step strategy on how to gain it back. So guys, let me give you a brief description of what the blog was about, but I think based on the title that you can definitely tell. So the funniest thing to me is that it will never get old how intentional God is about this blog, about this podcast, and the other things that he has instructed me to do. So let me back up and even provide you guys with some more context as to what I mean so you can understand better. This month's Fruit of Focus, as you can tell, has been um, patience and even a real sensitive subject in my life right now. As it is one of the fruits of the spirit that I find myself struggling more and more with in the current season of my life and what I'm going through. The past two days have consisted of conversations with those around me highlighting my patience or, shall I say, lack thereof. And it was brought up as something that I really need to reexamine. So God knows that if I hear things repeatedly... I will eventually check in with him to see if there is any truth to it, and if so, what adjustments I need to make. Um, so I became really intrigued with the conversations of those uh, around me that were bringing up um, that I needed patience, and of course, here's what's funny. What's funny is all of those people and all of those conversations—they knew nothing that that about me doing the blog and the topic being patience for the month of uh, March, actually, they that's when we released all these blogs. They had no idea. So why I wrote about patience, so let me explain. Not only is it one of the nine fruits of God's spirit and it's one of the topics that he has placed on my heart to actually write about, but it was also realizing that I needed to find out more from God about patience. Um, I took some hours out of my day and really began to kind of vent to him about my day. What poured out of me was everything that really frustrated me about patience. I explained to the Holy Spirit in my time with him that I did not understand why it is something we even we humans have to deal with when it seems like there's already enough or so much in the world that we got to deal with already and how do we even grow and understand it? So my venting really continued on and on until I came to the resolve that I was not allowing God to speak or talk back to me at all. As usual, I was choosing to do all the talking. So I decided to take a deep breath. In doing so, I grabbed my pen and my notebook, and what began to happen was I began to finally jot down some questions that I had regarding patients. And these questions are the ones that I wanna share with you now. So here, here's the question, the first question that I ask God. And this is why when you tune into this podcast, you'll hear me say, ask God questions. The reason why I ask God questions so much is because I want to seek out his wisdom. I want to gain understanding from his perspective because his perspective is very different from mine. Like me down here on Earth, I only see um, what's typically around me or in front of me. So like for instance, um, if I'm going through something that is seeming hard or looks as a hardship, that's all I see. I don't see above me. I don't see through it. I don't see like my my line of sight is very limited. At being a human being and I'm and walking out this Christian experience sometimes. Um, now I know the word says we walk by faith and not by sight, but that takes a whole bunch of rethinking. What I mean by that is that's me daily choosing to change my mindsets to line up with God how God sees me, how God sees life, how God wants me to live, how God wants me. And I know you might be saying to yourself, oh my God, that is a lot of work. How am I supposed to do that and still work a job, have a spouse or a partner or have my children or this, that, and the third? I can understand. I have asked God that plenty of times. Well, let me also say Every time that I have asked God that, he has shown me a way to still do it. So with that being said, let's get that out of our minds and let's come to grips with um, it can be done. Okay. So question one that I asked God was this, God, what can I do to remain patient during um, transition or change? I'm going to read that again. God, what can I do to remain patient during transition or change? What we know, of course, is how challenging and often tough that it can be for anyone who has experienced transition or change in life. We realize that recovery is a choice. So Let me explain that. Recovery is a choice that we have. It's a decision that we have to make, right? When we're going through things of transition or change, and I'll give you some prime examples of ones that I had to go through, the loss of my father, um, the separation in my marriage, the recovery has been a choice. I could have chose to wallow in the pain of those transitions. I could have Chose each morning to be sad, to be depressed. I have had to choose that I will choose joy. I have had to choose that I will choose peace. I have had to choose that I will choose um, uh, love again. Like I've had to make an actual conscious effort (laughs) to decide that these are the things that will help on my recovery. This is why the fruit of God's Spirit is so valuable to us as tools. Uh, when it comes to recovery. Uh, But it is also one thing that we must pursue. And as I just mentioned, decide to pursue daily when it comes to recovery, the amount of time now or days that it may take for you to recover from a decision or from something that may have happened to you that was out of your control Um, is up to the time that it takes for you to choose to recover. So here, I know you're going to be like, wait, what? (laughs) Here's what I mean by that. It is a daily choice to recover. It is a daily choice to um, process through what has happened to you. A lot of Um, there are times that we do need to take time to grieve though. Like when I lost my father, I have had to grieve that and be patient with myself that it was not going to take a day to recover from that. That's been, he's been gone. Let's see. My daughter is now 10. He's been gone, uh, almost 11 and she's about to be 11 this year. Yeah. Almost 11 years I've been without my father and it is, um, there are moments that come up that i still grieve and i have to be okay with that i but i choose to recover from the sadness of that and really appreciate the time that i had with him uh it is a constant thing that when it does come up to not go back into a depressive state or not get sad that he's not around to be a witness of my children to witness the growth even in me but it is um it's one of those things that I constantly have to reflect on and deal with. Same with even the separation of my marriage. It is a daily thing to choose to recover um, from. And when sadness does come, I do sometimes sit in that sadness because I'm human. I do grieve um, the past of the times, the length of time that I spent in that marriage and uh, things of that nature, right? But I have to choose daily because this is a change and it is a transition, I have to choose daily that I will also recover from it as well. So with that being said, we know transitions and change will forever be a part of life. Like they don't stop, but how we handle them can make the difference, a world of difference in our lives. So learning to be patient with ourselves and even others is why I desire to ask God for more insight and why this question came up. So guys, that question, again, that was question one. I'm gonna read it to you again. It was God, what can I do to remain patient during my transition or changes that I'm going through, okay? So question two that I asked God was this as I was venting, is God, what does patience look like in practical human steps or solutions? God, what does patience look like for me? Let's even make it more personal. For me, in practical human steps or solutions. So I've learned that as human beings, we are quick to point out our problems, but slow to search for solutions. I don't know exactly why this is, but I I can tell you I've been guilty of doing this in prior seasons and even in my current situations, but I saw that doing so was not getting me anywhere. Now, let me clarify. There is a difference between identifying a problem and just pointing one out. Just as God will help us recognize something in us that is not like him, he does not intend to showcase it for us just to see but with a helpful hand and heart, he actually will show us how to change for the better. This process is called correction. We really don't like this word because correction is tough. It is not easy, right? Um, Correction, God's way, does not leave us just knowing that we are not patient with whatever is going on, but actually provides us with steps to become more patient, which is why I asked this question, question two that I gave you, um, which is about asking the Holy Spirit, asking God about solutions concerning what does patience look like in practical human steps or solutions for my life. When we do that, we can actually open up the door for God to share with us how we can be more patient. What does patience look like for us? So now that we have those questions that we asked, like I said, take time to jot those down in your prayer and meditation time. And then once you're done with that, wait on God's answer because he will answer now that you've opened up the door and um, are aligning your heart to receive the answer, which is something you have to do. Now, once you've asked these questions, you have to release in your mind that you think you know the answer. Okay? because if the answer might surprise you, it also might come with um, some instructions that you might not want to do as well. Um, So this is why I said correction is not fun. It is not something that we look forward to. It actually goes against what our flesh wants to do or what our ears want to hear. But, But let me tell you, it is worth it. It is worth actually doing what God instructs you to do. Now, if it's something that you find yourself having a hard time with whatever he said doing, so I'm going to give you a prime example. God wanted me to start getting up earlier at 5 a.m. That's tough for me. That was really tough for me. I felt like I wasn't getting enough rest, and I would sleep in to like 7, maybe 8, and then finally get up around 8, 9. But it took for me to actually join a group of uh, people that I work with on a fast. And once we did this fast for three days, the funniest thing is they were like, oh, we're going to do 6 a.m. prayer. What God showed me was I had to get up at 5 a.m. So getting up at 5 a.m., I, I've actually got started getting up at 5 a.m. like he previously instructed me to. And I remember Right before that, before that answer came along, I actually had asked God. I said, God, you're gonna have to help me with this. Like getting up that early, it's unnatural to me. Like it's really hard for me. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. Like, yeah, I'm excited about getting up at 5 a.m. I am not. Like, <laughs> my, my I really wanna sleep in and it goes against everything. But I realized um I'm in a season where I need to start getting up that early because of what's on my plate, the multiple things that I have to do. Getting up that early actually allows me to take time to sit with God and to meditate on my day, to meditate on really what I need to put my hands toward and to really take time to just search his heart concerning me for the day. So with that being said, it's actually provided more valuable information to me than me staying in the bed. So Here's what I want to do to help you guys out. Let me, let's go over the three step strategy that God was actually giving me to help me with um, when I was losing my patience. So, step one in the three step strategy is identifying the problem. Now, I know this sounds simple, I know this sounds like something um, I probably said before. But in this step, the reason why we must ask God to help us identify why, uh, why we are not patient is because maybe something traumatic has happened to you, preventing you from actually fully exercising patience, not only with yourself, but even others. You perhaps um, could have been experiencing a waiting season for a long time, but need to ask God if you're experiencing demonic delay or a divine detour. Whatever the case is, whatever you've been through or whatever you're currently experiencing, asking God to show you what keeps you from exercising patience will help you actually identify the root of the problem and know better what you are dealing with inside of you. So when I, like I said, um, I'll go back to my example that I just shared with you, when I um realized that I was having trouble getting up at the time God was instructing me to get up. I was like, I need something to help me motivate me to get up. And that's when the fast came along. And I noticed um, those three days of fasting and getting up uh, at five to prepare for six were a motivator that I really, really needed. I needed that uh, strategy to help me to do better with what I was being instructed to do. So, and the root of the problem was um, not, uh, I know we always talk about laziness, but I think it was really just fear of losing out on sleep. It was fear of not feeling like I was getting enough rest. So I don't believe it was laziness. I just believe it was a fear of, I just, um, I just, it also could have been a little bit of pride. I really just wanted to do what I wanted to do um, as well, right? So once I got to the root of identifying why I wasn't getting up, it allowed me to know what to pray into, for to ask God to help me with the next step of being able to be obedient and do what I was being instructed to do. So so step two on this three-step strategy would be this, is to ask for the strategy. So guys, as I was saying, once you have have identified the problem, which is in step one, now you can ask for the strategy of what to do. So for example, as I mentioned uh, earlier about asking if you're experiencing a demonic delay or um, when it comes to patience, or a divine detour, let's say God comes back to you and reveals that you are going through a demonic delay. Then it's time to ask him for a strategy of how to overcome it. God could instruct you to fast and pray for a certain amount of time, or even encourage you to attend a deliverance session, or even ask you to go to therapy to get some things off your chest and out of your mindset. So you know that um, the strategy or instruction that he gives you is actually tailored to you to, to get the victory and to help you overcome. So, um, and I'll even go back to the recent example when I um this fast uh with uh my coworkers was right on time because it uh it was the strategy that I needed to actually jump start me getting up at 5 a.m. because it and, and I didn't realize that that's what the fast was going to do. I thought the fast was going to do some other things. I had some expectation, I guess, of other things, but I did not realize this, is also, this was also a part of it. It has been um, a great unexpected surprise so that I could really um, take time to deal with myself about what God had instructed me to do about getting up at a certain time. So know that when you do step 2 after you have identified the problem ask him for strategy right because it's it's going to go it probably will go against what you feel like doing and and I say that in love to let you know, because God's ways are not our ways. I know we quote that scripture all the time, but it is true. His thinking is not our way of thinking. So typically his instruction to you or his follow-up instruction will go against how you think uh, your problem or your situation or whatever it is needs to be solved. So let me give you the strategy of step three, because this was three-step strategy, guys. So step three is to implement the solution. So now that we've done step one, where we've identified the problem, step two, where we ask for the strategy, then it is time to do step three. It is implement the solution. Implementing is part of the process. This is where we choose to obey. This is where we choose to do what God has instructed us to do and to do whatever that work is. If God instructs you to fast and to pray, but you're thinking to yourself, I don't know if I can do that. Then now it's time to ask God for help. It's time to ask him for the strength to do the fasting and the praying. It's time to ask him to give you more specific details of what that looks like. Am I fasting and praying for three days? Am I, um, uh, what do I need to remove while I fast and pray? Is it sugar? Is it TV? Is it social media? What's, uh, Uh, things of that nature as well. So it's also time for follow-up questions so you can get the details on exactly what you need to do so you can get the victory and overcome as well. So for me, I am always constantly asking God to be my strength, to do what he is asking me to do, because I understand that as a human, I have my limitations. But with God, all things are possible, even fasting uh, for a person like me who really, really loves to eat and who really, really loves food. So even if God asks you to go to therapy, for example, right, ask him how uh, to show you who to go to. And um, the same as it goes uh, for fasting, ask him to let you know the details of how to do what he is asking you to do. When we ask, we receive the answer, then act on the solution. Do um, That's when we eventually understand and develop a deeper relationship Uh, with God by including him in our our decisions. So that's what the fruit of the spirit, it really is for. It's not only to help us grow in the areas of love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, um, self-control, and I'm probably missing some. So it's not just for us to grow in those areas, but it's also to develop a deeper relationship with God about how to do it. These are all gifts. These are gifts of the spirit. Like all of these fruits are gifts from God. So when we actually spend time um, working on these areas or actually rebuilding these areas, because we, whether your reasoning is because you just want to, or you've been through something and you need to, no matter that it is because the these are gifts that we can come back and ask for details. We can come back and ask for, well, how do I do Uh, um, X, Y, and Z to rebuild love. How do I rebuild more patience? And God will give us the answer out of his infinite wisdom. And the Bible reminds us that an effective prayer involves, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. And you can find this Bible verse um, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 through 8 in the New Living Translation. So guys, with that being said, I want to leave you with these final thoughts. Remember that when we spend time with God, especially when it is our desire to grow in the fruits of his spirit or even to remain patient in the midst of a transition and change, we must also listen for his answer. It is often that we are too busy or we just vent about life that we can easily miss what God is actually saying and instructing us um, to do or even the strategy that he is laying out in our hearts um, that can help us to gain victory and even overcome just as we are silent when other people are talking to us. Um, so is he. God waits until both our hearts and minds are ready to receive the response or the strategy to the questions that we ask um, so that we can be ready to move on uh, what's he, what he is instructing us to do. So let me leave you with this, that Hebrews 10, Hebrews chapter 10 Verse 35 through 36 in the New Living Translation actually reminds us. So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings to you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. And this verse I'm going to read one more time because I want it to sink into your heart and into your mind. That's in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 through 36 in the New Living Translation. What it reminds us of is this. So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. So, guys, I want to leave you with that as a final thought. I want to also thank you so very much for tuning into another episode of Polished Gems. And as usual, I pray that this has been a blessing to you. If it has, leave me a comment on our social media where you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Fruitful Gems. Also, you can find us on our website, which is www fruitfulgems.com. Guys, we love to hear from you and love to get your feedback about everything about this podcast and even about the blog. If you want to also subscribe, we encourage it because that can keep you up to date about what we're doing and any new things that are coming up. So join us and be a part of the Fruitful Gems family. And we look forward to seeing you next time at another podcast and on another blog. Until then, have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to FruitfulGems.com That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L-J-E-M-S.com And become a part of our family to receive your free guide Discovering Your Worth Through the Fruit of God's Spirit. Until next time.